everybody to a, another episode of the Ghost Station podcast. Good morning. Or, or good evening. Or good evening. It's morning for us this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, we hope you've had a great week and that you've done something to be proud of, whether it's big or small, you know, take a moment to recognize it. And we're really grateful that you're here listening to us wherever you are in the world, whenever you are listening to us. So, on our episode this week, we are going to be talking about something that can be a bit of a trigger, I think, for a few people, Um, but it's how to deal with conflict, and it's specific to kind of bullies and how how you can deal with when you're being bullied in in a conflicting situation, I guess. Yeah. I mean, this is not really so much for, like, bullying in the schoolyard as it is for like bullying in adulthood yeah <laughs> adult uh, adulthood bullying yeah and it's funny because i don't think it's discussed much in this way i think i haven't really heard of uh conflicts with adults ever being like discussed as people bullying each other it's rather just like oh this person's like you know more powerful than you are um or but this person's just being a, you know so and so yeah <laughs> there you know we just we just label things very differently but as a child um just to give the reference point is you know when you're in school like Arya said and you fight somebody who's usually the one instigating it and causing a problem in your life they're usually seen as the bigger person or the more um skilled person or just someone who can usually it's physically beat you up right um and you know i've actually as a child i was i went through quite a bit of bullying myself i personally know that um and then as i got older i became more adept <laughs> at understanding my boundaries and when people were passing them um and i think that took a bit of time but you can really see how as a child especially how that influences a lot of us and how we can take that into our adult life. And bullying in adulthood is a very real thing. It's like completely existing, um, even if it's not spoken as such. Yeah, there's, you know, so many situations that might happen at work or just like in daily life. With friends, uh, sometimes even with family. Um, and we we just don't really recognize it as such because... As adults, you're seen as being capable to stand up for yourself and that you should at this point in your life, you know, be able to speak up or um, defend yourself as it is. But that can be difficult when you are in challenging situations. So, you know, throughout my life, I found myself in different challenging situations. But recently, we've both found ourselves in a conflict. And that's what kind of promoted this topic. And uh, we learned a lot. We we're still learning a lot, but we've learned a lot on how to deal with it. Um, so I think, with that being said, uh, we can we can jump into the points of conversation. So, Arya, how do you define someone who's bullying you as an adult? I would say that when there is, I actually thought about this like just a few minutes ago because I had <laughs> a feeling you'd ask me to define something. <laughs> I would define it as, you know, when when you're dealing with somebody 
and you're treating them in a perfectly like polite and respectable way mm-hmm. and they're not doing that or maybe they're exploiting their position or their authority or their you know physical power over you mm-hmm. or they're just like abusing you in some way you know where it's just not right right like objectively when you look at the situation you're like this is not how a normal you know good human being should be <laughs> behaving in this situation yeah yeah i think that that sums it up pretty perfectly i think um a lot of the time i see it as manipulating so it's perceived as them manipulating you uh whether it is emotionally or mentally usually i don't think it it's so much happens physically um but rather a real bully in the adult life um you see it in movies and tv shows you know i remember watching back to the future which i recently did with you and i think it was perfectly summed up in that where uh the the father of the main character has a childhood bully who ends up being his adult life bully um but as an adult it's more like go do this go do that for me I'm your boss, figure this out, you know, this is your job, and using his authority to manipulate someone who is below him. And um, I think it happens a lot in the workplace. I think that's very common, and we just misconstrue it as being like, I'm supposed to do this because this is my position. Yeah. Um, And that's just like what we're told to believe, and I, I don't think that's a fair point because as an individual, you're still giving your time and your energy to a place, even if it is for work. And that should be respected and honored no matter what it is, no matter where it is. And if you're not feeling that way, um, that's definitely something that you should stand up for and speak up against. And there's a lot of ways that I think we can, we can progressively do this. Um, but you know, it can happen in other forms as well if there's someone in your life who has any sort of kind of authority. I think it's a perception factor. And so I wanted to start off with that. And it's how you things are perceived. Because as a child, I think it's usually like this person's bigger than me, right? Physically. Yeah. And I can't do anything about it. Or this person's more popular than me and yeah. I can't do anything about it. But as an adult, you're not really in that state anymore. You are, doesn't matter, you know. Like, unless, like, take away your work positions and you're basically the same. Yeah, I mean, I think we, we, we maybe be like, oh, this person's older than me. But just because someone's older doesn't necessarily mean they're wiser. Um, I think generationally, a lot of us are understanding more and more that age is something that doesn't necessarily hold as high as a value as we originally thought it did. And yeah. there are a lot of young people who are emotionally and intelligent people who who can outshine a lot of older generations because <laughs> wow this is <laughs> they no but but really it's true they 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 the stand in there in their power <laughs> <laughs> well i think we're learning to stand in our in ourselves and our power and understand what that comes from and how it's unique to each of us it's not so much how old you are but rather it's like your own individual thumbprint right and your journey is very different than someone else's so with that being said, it's, I think, your perception. So take whatever situation you're in and analyze how you're perceiving it. Is it that you're okay with it because they're your boss? Or is it you're okay with it because you pay them for some service? Or is it because 
um, they have given you the idea that you are not as important as they are. And so understand your initial kind of perception of mm-hmm. this. Or they might hold some sort of power over you. Like, I guess sort of like your boss, but maybe in a different situation. Yeah, they may be a partner, you know? A partner, yeah. And maybe they, they're they the ones supporting you or something like that, you know? So there's a lot of different ways that I think people show up in our lives and we don't necessarily give them the role of a bully. But if you were honest with yourself and you were to analyze like where in your life you are feeling that... um bully energy and usually you know it's there it's just like that drained feeling you're kind of scared of being around that person they give you anxiety or stress um and you may still care but it's not like you can't care about a person with them being your bully too um but usually you're you're very apprehensive about your emotions with them and so you can now take this narrative that you've written hopefully out And understand that this is just one aspect of the story. Because now here's the interesting part, I think, is as kids, a lot of the times our bullies are only in the one location, right? And I remember being like, for example, if you saw like a teacher outside of school, you're like, whoa, that's weird. They have like a life outside of school. Right. Um, and so you, for, you you kind of just like... You hold, forget they're humans. They're you, just robots that work at the school in your mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, And so it's the same thing. So you're thinking of this person now and you have to understand that there is something grander than just your situation, right? So if they're your boss, they're also a father probably or a husband or a wife or or whoever they are. Um, Outside of that, you know, they have a personal life. And so if you were to really think about it, you can see that they're not just tied to this one one facet that you're attached to. And so their their role is more diverse than that. And they don't actually hold that much power over you. Now, if you were to write down also what power that you feel they hold over you and what what it would feel like to, you know, lose that kind of. So say it's your it's the reason you're still with them is for money, right? If you were to lose that money factor because you gave this person up and you don't want this toxic energy in your life, what would that be like? Um, Or if it was, I don't know, a home, because your parents are actually bullying you a lot of the time into doing things, and you just need to move out, and uh, you you would have to find a new home. What are these different situations that would have to change in order for you to kind of get out of the bully's way, I guess? If that's... Does that make sense? Like, just reach a scenario where you no longer have to interact with this person yeah yeah because they they're gonna be there but you don't have to be there you know and you have to understand that their role in your life is just one role you have multiple other people in your life that are that are there to support you as well can i maybe make a note for the for the more stubborn and more egotistical of 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 those among us you may sometimes feel like your pride or your ego is saying that, no, I don't want to be the one that walks away from the situation. I want to be the one that wins the situation. Because I know a lot of the times that's sort of the the thought process that my head goes through. Yeah. When I'm in a a confrontation or a conflict, I don't want to lose the conflict. That's like, that's number one. It's not, I don't want to, it's not, I don't want to get out of this conflict. It's I don't want to lose the conflict. Yeah. But I will say that if you really like step away and look at the situation 
who cares about winning this the conflict right more, more times than not you just want to get out of that conflict and free up your your mental energy yeah for and better I th- things yeah and i think that's like that's the main thing is so the reason i brought up the the kind of like analyze how you can release the situation is ideally the best way to actually get out of to, to like resolve this is to just get out of it um most of the time we're too scared to do it and stuff but you realize and that it's understandable the world is, yeah like if it's your job for example like your main source of income like it's very understandable why you'd be hesitant to to leave that situation yeah so this was kind of like the big move that i would suggest but there are smaller moves that we'll suggest as we go along this discussion but um kind of take take yourself out if you possibly can and if not this is where we go back to that first step of how did you perceive this person right Mm -hmm. so now that you've written it out so say they have characteristics like they are really bossy to you they are really uh, negative towards you or they make you feel like you're worthless a lot of the time I think that's what it comes down to like bullies like to make you feel like you're not worth anything um And I want to take a moment to now put a note in here. A lot of the time, the people who are doing this to us are doing it because it's a reflection of themselves. There's something inside of them or around them that is causing them to feel this way. And so they need to kind of push it out onto other people so that they can release that emotion and kind of pass it on in a, in a, in a way that it's like hot potato. Yeah, Hold but my emotional pain, but please. But here's the funny thing: it's not hot potato at the same time because they don't release it. They're just they're just trying to make you feel the way they feel, right? Or um, they don't even know that there's an underlying maybe trauma piece in their life, or maybe there's you know a conflict that they're facing and they don't know how to deal with it in their life because they're actually powerless there, and so. Now they're in a position in another aspect of their life where they have the power to go ahead and and kind of um, blow up those feelings on you, right? So you're the target now and they may be a target in another situation. So understand that it's not a reflection of you most of the time because I think bullies try to make it very personal, right? They kind of make you feel like uh, you're in trouble, you're the one who's doing things wrong that it's actually your fault and they're really, really good at manipulating uh, situations where you may have been right and you you may have thought so, but then they'll make you feel stupid or they'll make you feel like you're not smart enough or uh, old enough or experienced enough to understand what's going on. And so then they're the ones who, who actually know what's good and they're doing you favors. They're making you kind of right yeah they always misconstrue a situation yeah so you kind of feel like oh i actually owe them something or i actually kind of am grateful to them or whatever um but you're also terrified of them so it's literally like a toxic relationship like literally every definition of it yeah yeah um and so when you're there it's really hard to see clearly so that's why it's really important to just find a way to understand that it's not the the only situation you can possibly be in and that the world is large enough. You're no longer a child being forced to go to the same school. Uh, you're yeah. open. You're There's open. lots of schools now. There's lots of places you can work. There's a lot of places you can work. There's a lot of places you can live. There's a lot of places that you can meet people. Your friends can change. The people around you can change. Your home can change. All of these things are 
acceptable changes in your life as an adult. They're recommended for you to have a healthy life. Which yeah, is that's what I was going to say. Like, like not only are they are you able to do them, but I like I would recommend you to do them. Yeah, like you should. It's your life. It's not anybody else's life, right? What do you want? Do you want to live in a new place where, let's say, you don't have to live with your parents or you don't have to deal with a certain landlord or something like that? Or Move. roommates. That- or roommates. You don't want to deal with your room. You want to have your own place. Or you want roommates. You want different, whatever it is. Like, it's your life. Just do whatever you want, whatever is going to make you happy. Yeah. Now, here's where things can get a little messy, right? So sometimes you can't just leave. And this is where the steps can be helpful. Yes. So step one is, you know, this is something that you need to figure out. Well, step one was understanding what's going on, right? Emotionally, mentally, what's triggering you, how the situation actually looks um, yes. from an outside perspective. Um, step two, take action. Step two, take action. There's a few ways I think you can take action. Yeah. Start off with the the light action. Yeah. Um so I think a lot of us, actually, the funny thing is the action we take is we complain. So we'll go to family, we'll go to friends, and we'll be like, this sucks. My boss just like, oh, absolutely yeah. sucks. Yeah. And that's the main action most of us take. Yeah. And that, it's very common. It, yeah. That's I mean, like, I do it still all the time. <laughs> I think everyone does it. I think it's like a human nature trait to do it. But here's where it fails is a lot of the time we just feel like if I tell enough people about this they'll think i'm poor poor Arya, poor cash fire they're, they're, they'll feel sorry for yeah, me yeah you know these they'll just understand my situation and think that this person is an a-hole just like i do and that's all i need but that doesn't help your situation and most of the time it doesn't actually make you feel better it just helps you kind of release that for the day and then the next day you're miserable yeah and i know i did this um like I can talk from my own experience of having a very toxic coworker who misused her position with me um, and generally made me feel like a very, very poor, poor, like, um, I honestly ha- hadn't even remembered her, but for all accounts and purposes, this entire episode could be like <laughs> about her. Like she is literally the prime example. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was so hard for me because emotionally she would also try to be my friend and so then i'd be like oh and then she'd knock me down off my like she'd be my friend one day and the next day she's like you suck you literally can't do anything right and blah 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 and i would go home a wreck like a emotional wreck and it was flowing into other aspects of my life and so I would complain to people. I would tell everyone like this and they would all be like, oh, this girl's a complete A-class, you know, bitch for for the lack of a better word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I would just, I would agree with them, but I didn't know. I didn't have anything I could do until, you know, um, I, I decided like the first action I took was if it's possible, and this is not always the first step you can take, but say it's a situation where you know someone who can help you a bit more in the situation. So if it's in work, for example, maybe there's someone higher up that you can discuss the situation with just, you know, without completely massacring the other person. Yeah. But just being like, hey, I have these emotions and these feelings about this current situation. Do you have any sort of help you can give or advice you can give uh, for me to resolve it? Yeah, that's a very easy like step 
step one. Yeah. You know, light action. Yeah. And that can go, that can go in personal life too. So like maybe, uh, you have a friend who's dealt with this person before and managed to get away, or, you know, someone who's done something similar in a situation, like in a relationship and left. maybe you can talk to them like, Hey, how did you deal with this? How did you feel about this? Cause you know, that situation is very particular. And so the advice we're giving right now, um, isn't very particular to certain situations that I you know. may gain from a certain person. So I think that's number one is, yeah. is finding someone who, who can give you specific advice. Yeah. And ideally someone who's close enough to the situation that they don't need a backstory. Yeah. Like they just know the situation. Well, I mean, sometimes they're oblivious to things a lot of the time. But at least they're like in there, right? Correct. Like if it's like a workplace, like somebody else in the workplace, like HR or something, for example. Well, I would say actually yes and no. So you can either do that, um, but a lot of the time, I think in a workplace situation, they say, did you talk to the person? And this is the scary part. This is where a lot of us, like, I know I'm terrified of confronting people. I hate confronting people. I'm like one of those people who's just like, oh, can we all just be friends and just ignore that there's a conflict? I do not enjoy, you know, fighting people or making them feel worse. Um, And so... It's really hard egotistically as well to admit that you're feeling like a person has power over you and that you need them to stop. And usually I think a lot of us feel like if we tell them this, they'll they'll feel even more powerful. You know, like they already know it. And now you're admitting like that you're bullying me and um, they're going to be like, yeah, so what you're going to do about it kind of situation. Yeah. And I mean, if that happens, then you can go to the more... <laughs> authority figure yeah side third party so that's exactly it so i think you should start with someone who's maybe not like in a position to you know completely derail the situation but rather offer enough advice and support to you that you feel comfortable that they can you know help you in the situation and are on your side and that is something huge so for example when i first brought it up i brought it up to another coworker, but he was friendly with both me and my bully and so he was kind of like oh no no it's just you know miscommunication oh no no she's not actually trying to put you down oh it's like you know and she he made excuses for her um which I understand but didn't help my situation in any way um and then I went to other people who had absolutely no empathy for me and so they were just like whatever go talk to her figure it out on your own and that's that that whole workplace sucked just FYI (laughs) Like, it makes me angry hearing this stuff. Uh, karma goes around and comes around. But anyways, that was that was my experience. And so I think that's an important step, though, just for you to analyze, like, okay, what's going on in my surrounding area? How do I deal with it? Um, and then I think it's to go to peaceful kind of negotiations with the person. So this is important. I think the way you approach the conversation is is important because most of us have two fear have two responses it's either me which is like i really don't want to do this or it's Arya who's like fight me yeah (laughs) it's actually really good that we're a couple because we really help balance each other out (laughs) um her yeah keshvar's reaction to most conflict confrontations is to go in very gently very (laughs) lightly like you're almost apologizing for calling them out almost right (laughs) yeah yeah. And whereas my style is more like barge the door down. It's like, hey, buddy, like you're not going to get away with this. <laughs> I'm not going to let you. Um, and so I think, yeah, 
I think it's usually better to start off with my my side of things. I agree. I agree. Well, uh, I don't think to the same extreme as no, your no, side of things, no. but like your philosophy is probably more correct where the first attempt at talking to your bully should be very calm, very friendly. You know, it's almost like you're friends with them and you're like, hey, man, you know, what's up? Or hey, person. It doesn't have to be a man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, person. Like, you know, I would really appreciate it if. Yeah. Or whatever. So I think the structure you should always go about it is honestly in a way where you are saying, hey, this is the actions and you should have a specific list of things they do. So these are the actions that I see you do towards me. And these actions have this effect on me. And you're not saying like, oh, you upset me. You make me so anxious. It's like, take it to literal standards that they understand. So say it's in the workplace, right? For me, it's like, hey, you criticize a lot of my work in a way that puts it down and doesn't make me feel like I'm a part of the team and makes me feel isolated where I cannot give my best to this workplace anymore. And this is not a healthy environment for either of us to be in. That right there makes them understand that this is what you are doing. This is the result of your action. And it's bigger than just you and me. So in a relationship, you could be like, hey, you are not doing, you know, for example, you know, I've asked you multiple times to respect that you need to take care of the chores that are assigned to you. And by the act of you not doing it, you are making me do it and making my time seem less valuable than yours. And at this moment in time, that's making me question our relationship and whether or not I even want to be a part of it. And all of a sudden, the repercussions are there. I'm not sure if I want to be a part of this team anymore because of your actions and you're holding them liable for their actions. A lot of the time bullies get away with it because I think they don't realize that this is your responsibility. Your actions are, are what you're supposed to be doing. If this is legally your, your role, this is your job, this is what you should be supporting, you cannot be then going around and acting and doing different things that are affecting the bottom line of, of our, you know, whatever it is, whether it is your home, whether it is your work, whether it is your personal life. And when you put it in that way, I think a lot of them get a little bit of like, oh shit, <laughs> fear mm -hmm. in them. Um, because it's like, oh, you're calling me out on how I'm affecting the larger scheme of things. And it's not just like you and me anymore. Um, and so that affects their mental perception of everything again. Now, I say this with a hint of salt because a lot of the time if they're bullies, they're emotionally driven a lot of the time to this power kind of play. And so, so they might not react the way you're hoping they'll react to yeah. this. They might just they, deflect exactly. or something. So they may actually go like, actually, you're not doing your work well enough. So you're bringing down the team. Um, this is your responsibility. And I'm actually doing it to help you. Yeah. So they might just like double down in their <laughs> bullying ways. Yeah. Well, fair enough. You know, if that happens, right, I, I wouldn't say immediately go to like the, the balls to the walls response, but slowly each one of your su like successive responses to, to them well, should start to escalate, in well, my opinion. Well, here's the thing. Now I think at this point in time, um, if you've identified that they're a bully in your life, if there's any, this is only, this rule is really applicable 
to most situations, but I think in personal ones, it can be a little harder. But start documenting things, you know? Every time that they're they're affecting you in a specific way, write it out. If they've done a specific action, if they've written you specific emails, or if they've, you know, acknowledged certain certain behaviors of themselves, write these things down. Start building a case, I want to say. Yes. Um, because this is a highly important part of it. A lot of the time, you cannot just go to someone higher up um, and tell them about things because they have their own bias about a person, right? So whether it is in, say it's like legally, you know, you have to take someone to court. They're not just going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, this person seems like... Yeah, you can't just walk up to a judge and say, oh, but this person has been so mean to me and he's been making me feel so bad. No, that's not going to hold any weight in court. You need to go in there with evidence. Like, here are the emails he sent me clearly demonstrating, you know, whatever toxic behavior you're you're saying they have. Yeah, and this is how it's affected the company. This is how it's affected my life. This is how it's affected this situation. And all of a sudden, it doesn't matter what their bias is. It's straight hard proof. And so for me, I had done that a little bit. And then um, there was one breaking point where she made a very severe comment, which was completely against HR policy. And I basically went ahead to HR and I was like, you know, I, I asked other people too. I was like, hey, you know, this comment was said, would you condone this? And they were like, absolutely not. That is so out of line for anyone, not even like just your coworker, not your boss. No one should say that to you. Um, And I went to HR and I remember the HR lady, her face looking like, oh, my God. Um, And and me telling her. And she was like, "Okay, yeah, uh, we'll talk and this and that now. For me in my situation, and this is where I want to say you can't always just resolve it that way um hr didn't really do anything because this person had a lot of connections with higher-ups basically where she'd sucked up to the people who were important who had biases about her enough to not to not ever ever have her get in trouble right so she had that power and in the adult world that can happen quite often where people can bribe people or people can uh, force their way into power plays and stuff like that and in those situations, it can be really, really hard to have any hope and have any kind of like feelings of, I think, you know, there's light at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when you're in that conflict facing situation at that point, there's really only one thing to do. And that's to stand up for yourself more and more. So you need to learn how to basically say no to things and set your boundaries. And if they're manipulating you, push back. Because I think at that point in time, no one else is standing up for you. And the only, only possible way you can get through this if you're not choosing to leave it is to fight for what you believe in. Yes. And that's where Arya's stance comes more yeah. into play. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this whole thing I think we said was if you can't leave the situation. Yeah. Because ideally, you can just leave the situation without there being any major consequences for yourself. But if that's not the case, you can't leave, then yeah. So, yeah, if you're in that position where now you've tried to take, you know, the high road, <laughs> you've, you've talked to them nicely, you've brought attention to it with superiors, to people in your life who can have an impact on this other person, and they're choosing to ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist. Let's put it this way. At, by this point in time, you've built up such a long and good case that this person is bullying you and you've done 
everything reasonable to try to resolve the situation. That right? you have a right to now be yeah, like... Exactly, exactly. So now you've earned the right to be upset, right? Yeah. We're talking really upset. Now you do it my way. <laughs> <laughs> now, What's your way, Arya? My way is you got to crack down on these bullies. You got to show them who's boss. Hey, buddy, what do you think you're doing? You think I'm going to let you get away with that? Are you serious? Do you know who I am? Do you know who you're playing with? That's my style. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So, but if it's, say it's your boss, it's not your coworker, it's your boss, right? You can't just go there. Go to his boss. <laughs> well, I would actually say, yeah, a little bit. You become best friends with his boss is a great way to do it. And then, you know, tell him like, oh, I'm actually doing this for someone else and I can't work. You got to okay. do whatever at this point when you're in my 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 side of the woods. Yeah. You got to do whatever you got to do. You got to be resourceful, okay? <laughs> whatever you need to do to get the situation in your favor, that I would suggest you do it. If you need to go talk to a superior superior, go talk to them. If you need to go talk to like a a lawyer, go talk to them. If you need to go talk to like some third party, you know, that is somehow related in the situation, I don't know or whatever. Yeah. Go talk to them. And Whatever. I, and I think here's something very clear. If you are doing that, I think there's a power in that in itself. And you can straight up go to your bully and be like, hey, I've tried to deal with this really well. If you do one more thing, I'm taking it up to here. Yeah, tell them. Make a threat to them. Why should they be the one that gets to threaten you all the time? No, you make a threat to them. Like, <laughs> hey, guy, you make one more move at me, I'm going to, you know... I'm going to the police or I'm going to the boss, HR, yeah, whatever you, it is. You, you have an abusive relationship? Tell them. I mean, it's really hard. I know that. And I'm. Um, we say this, like, that's why we said this is a trigger topic. Um, it's really, really hard, like, insanely hard when you're in that situation. If you're someone who has a hard time with this, to just go up to that person and be like, hey, I'm actually going to take this up another level if you don't stop right now. And a lot of the time they'll think you're bluffing because you haven't so far. You've been nice to them. You've taken their shit. And they might call your bluff. Yeah. They might push you. And this, this is the time. This is the time where boys become men. <laughs> Girls become women. Okay. <laughs> this is the time. You now have to do it. <laughs> yeah. And with the situation we're in right now, um, we did all of the steps, you know, above. Yeah. And that's what sort of inspired this whole topic because we've actually gone through this entire journey. Yeah, we've tried talking through people to people nicely, a bit more fiercely. And now it's gotten to a point where it's like... We're in a full-on legal dispute with, <laughs> with somebody at the moment. So, so, but it, it took a while to get there. And it was a full case that now shows, you know, hey... We've done it. We've done everything that we're legally supposed to do. It shows our case perfectly well that we had a right and it was broken and we were mistreated. And so it's the same thing. If you're being mistreated, let that person know you can't get away with this anymore. I'm done with this. Hey, you want me to work on this? Uh, no, I actually can't do it. I have two other projects. Good luck with this. You need to find a better time management schedule for yourself to then bring to me. If you want it done, it'll actually be done on this day. They can try and go to their boss and tell on you. And this is where your manipulation should actually come into play and be like, become best friends with the higher, higher ups, you know, get someone on your side who can put that person in their place. And that is what I did. I became friends with people in the higher up circle who could put her in her place and tell her, 
hey, you can't do that shit. It is not okay to deal with the situation this way. And that's how I started to kind of get more footing in the ground. Optimally, I would have been like, you know, able to completely get rid of her, but I didn't. And at the end of the day, it was in my best interest to just get out of that situation, which is what ended up happening for the betterment of the entire <laughs> everyone involved. I mean, technically you were laid off. Yeah, but... <laughs> But I, but you know, but it, was, I, it was the best. It was the, it best, was the best possible. It was COVID. Outcome. I was not bad at my job. <laughs> Just an FYI. Yeah, no, you got, uh, you got a nice package. Yeah. Got laid off nice and sweet. <laughs> it was perfect. I got that government <laughs> serve money. <laughs> it was good for you. <laughs> it was the best thing. I wanted to be laid off. I didn't want to quit. Um, because if I quit, I obviously wouldn't have the benefits that I would have gotten through being laid off. And, um, yeah, it was kind of, uh, payback kind of situation but point being is there are some points in your life where I think you will have to stand up against people and speak up to them and make sure that you show them you are the main character in your life this is your life and you have the right to speak your mind if you're lucky enough to be in a country that allows you to do so that you can tell them hey screw you <laughs> you yeah, know seriously like don't don't be scared to escalate conflict right like no one's going to hit you physically. And if they do, they're going to jail. So, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Here's something that might help you as well. At this moment in time, if you have a lot of fears, write them down. Write down like the worst case scenarios. And then write down how probable they are. Usually when you write those down, you realize that they're not usually the most probable scenarios. And if they are, they're not actually like the worst. Because if that were to happen, your life wouldn't end. Because the fears in our head that stop us from confronting, you know, these situations are usually like worst case to protect us from, you know, yeah. caveman times. I would say a lot of the times they're louder in your head than they are on paper. Yeah. Because in your head, they're just echoing over and over and over and over again in your, in your mind, right? Mm -hmm. But once you get it on paper, it's no longer echoing in your mind. You're just looking at the words on a piece of paper and you're like, huh, this is, this is not so bad. Like, okay, if this happened, yeah, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And then you understand what you need to do to prevent that worst case scenario. Do you need to get someone on your side who can help you uh, with the right connections? Like, is it a lawyer? Is it a family member? Is it someone, a really good friend? Like, is this dispute happening between friends and you need, like, you know, the, your best friend on your side? Um, or is it the authorities? Whatever that looks like. If yeah. it's HR or if it's like some legal department or if it's the police, like whatever that looks like. Is it like the authority figure that you need to go to? Yeah. And sometimes you need to go really far with it and that, that may happen. But as I said in the very beginning of this, the best possible situation usually is one where you can just go like, get it out of my face because emotionally it is draining to deal with bullies and they, it is, yeah. They like, are they are energy vampires. Yeah, ideally you just don't have to deal with it. Like it would be great if you could in one easy move make them face justice for their for their behavior. But that's that's not the world we live in. And you're gonna have to go through such a long and emotionally turbulent process to actually hold them accountable for anything. Yeah, so unless just, you're ready for just, that. Yeah, it's just better off for your own mental health and it's just better for your life to just move on from the situation. And it usually, if you I, can. usually, I swear to God, in my situations, it has always been better for me. Like something so much better shows up once I choose to leave those situations. Um, just because like the universe is 
kind of aligning with you and saying like, oh, that's not what you want. Okay, let's give you what you want. Um, and the bully is just stuck in that propelling situation. They're usually like, it doesn't matter where they go. That emotional um, baggage is being dragged around with them and they're affecting anyone and everyone around them in those situations because they are being affected somehow in their life. So until they learn to figure out their shit, it's going to affect you most likely. Uh, every human is going through their own journey and you don't need to be a part of everyone's journey. Like get out of their journey if it's not aligned to yours, you know. Um, find maybe another department you want to work in. Maybe find a better team to work with. Find a new partner out there for you who is better. Find new friends and find a new home, a new workplace, a new life that works in your energetic alignment for you to feel the best person that you can be and put better things out in the world instead of causing, you know, more anxiety, conflict, stress in your life because you don't deserve it and you are so much better than that. Um, and that's just kind of like, I think, inevitable in life. I think bullies show up at all points, whether you're young or old, and there's, you know, stages to dealing with them. So if you are able to and you have someone to support you through this whole process, that helps a lot. Like, make sure, you know, you have a little buddy system where you do need to vent. You can vent. You do need to ask for help. They're helping you. Like, for me... I really had a lot of my family support me, my friends support me, Arya supported me, um, and that really made a lot of this easier because I was able to to feel like I had people in my corner, you know, cheering for me and knowing that what I was doing was right and that I wasn't asking for too much or standing up for myself in a way that made me feel guilty about anything because you deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so sorry that went a little bit long everyone but um obviously this is a topic that we're very passionate about and we've recently had to go through this process with uh a mutual bully for us um, <laughs> yeah not gonna name any names or explain the situation any further than that yeah but yeah so this is sort of a triggering topic for us as well at the moment i think anyone with bullies will feel triggered by this yeah. topic so um and we know. really hope that the stuff we talked about today can can help you if you are in this situation or even if you're not in this situation, like we hope the advice made sense to you and you learned something from it. And, you know, if you do end up being in a situation like this in the future where you're, you're having to deal with some kind of bully as an adult, that you know what to do and you know that you have the right to stand up for yourself and you don't have to take that shit. Exactly. Like you don't have to. You're not supposed to. You shouldn't have to. Your your best version of yourself honestly doesn't like need to deal with that. So, as always, you know, we hope that you got something out of this. And if you did, be sure to let us know about it. You can message us on Instagram at go.station. Uh, if you have iTunes, you can leave us a review on the App Store. That really helps. Um, or you can just give us a little hi in general. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. If you want any topics that you'd like to hear about and how you're doing, have a marvelous, amazing, beautiful week. We hope that you get to deal with your bullies and you get to live the best life you have because you only get to live it once. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. See you next week.